Every believer has the capacity to live as Jesus lived. Live victoriously over sin, sickness, death, poverty, and every evil works of the enemy. You can transform not just your own life, but the lives of people around you. The more you expose yourself to the words of God, the more you see it flow through you. In this message, Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you. Live your life in the reality of His power and be all His Word says you can be. Father, we thank you. Right here, the presence of the Lord is here. And there is only, only the things that God cannot do will remain undone in our lives. Channels of increase, channels for increase of His grace. Keep playing. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop at all. Don't stop. Don't even let it go. Don't cut. If you cut, you're going to cut. Stay there. Channels for increase. How does God want to pour his increase on us? How does God want to pour his increase on us? I would start first by saying that God has a will, but he also has a way. God has a will. But in his will, he has a way that he has designed to bring forth to pass his will. The strongest deceit of Satan is to present to you the will of God, but not in the way of God. So it presents to you what God wants to give to you ordinarily, but not in the way that God wants to give it to you. That's the deceit of Satan. God has a will, but he also has a way. And his will and his way is what comprises of his plan. That is why God's will outside God's way is not God's plan. God wants you to have health. He has a will for your health, but he has a way for that health. God has a will for your prosperity, but he has a way that he wants to prosper you. Satan will offer you prosperity, but not in the way that God wants to give it to you. Are you following my point this morning? That is the temptation of Satan. So what he's offering you is what God wants to give to you, normal. But not in the way that God wants to give it to you. He offered to Jesus the kingdoms of the world and the glory, but not in the way that God wanted Jesus to have it. In the book of Revelation chapter 11 verse 15, media, you have to help me very fast. Revelation 11 verse 15, the Bible says that the kingdom of this world and the kingdom of everywhere has become that of God and his Christ. Kingdom, Revelation 11 verse 15, and the seven angels sounded, there were great voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. So, God was ultimately going to ensure that the kingdom of this world becomes Christ. But Satan wanted to offer it to Jesus in a way outside God's way. Are you following my point? So he wants to give you money, but outside God's way. He wants to give you wealth, but outside God's way. He wants to give you all that God wants to give. He wants to give you a husband, but outside God's way. He wants to give you a wife. It's God's will for you to be happily married. It's God's will for you to have a wonderful home, beautiful, amazing children. Those are God's will. But God has a way 
he has designed for his will to come to pass. So what are God's channels to pouring out his increase into us? I'm going to just run through them. I definitely can't finish today, but I'll just start with where I can start. Number one is his word. Number two is giving. Number one is word. Number two, giving. Number three, walking. Number four, trusting or faithing or believing. Number five, thanking. Thanking. Number six, talking. So these are channels, but like I said, I won't be able to finish today because of our time already. But I'm going to run through it next week. But follow me closely. I'm going to deal with God's word today. His word, number one, God's word is his ultimate tool for whatever he wants to do in a man's life. Anything that God wants to do in a man's life, the first thing that God does is that he sends him a word. God does not do anything outside or without his word. John chapter 1 verse 3 says, all things are made by him. And without him was nothing made that was made. If God wants to give you a job, the first thing he sends to you is a word. If God wants to heal you, the first thing he sends to you is a word. If God wants to prosper you, what he sends to you is a word. If God wants to deliver you, what he sends to you is a word. If God wants to do anything in a man's life, he sends his word to him. His word is his ultimate tool. God's word. The Bible is God's ultimate tool for anything he wants to do in a man's life. And that's why you must make a decision to, that your attitude towards God's word this year will be different. Psalm 107 verse 20, that was my deliverance scripture. He sent forth his world and he healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. He sent forth his world. What did he send? Answer me now. We have more people than that voice I can hear. What did he send? Sent his word. He didn't send his power. He didn't send his name. He sent his word. And when he sent his word, what did the word do? The word healed them. Psalm 107 verse 20. The word healed them. The word delivered them. So if God wants to heal someone, he sent his word to that person. If God wants to deliver someone, he sent his word to that person. I was terribly sick. Terribly sick. That was where I got my deliverance from sickness. And if you are here, you can be delivered from this perpetual migraine, perpetual sickness, perpetual heartache, perpetual body pain, perpetual waist pain. You can be delivered totally by the word of God. I laid on my bed sick. I said, Lord, healed me. He said, I have healed you. I said, but I'm sick. He said, open to Psalm 107 verse 20. And I saw it there. That is sent his word. Sent. Past word, past tense or present tense. Church, I can hear you. Healed. Past tense or present tense. Delivered. Past tense or present tense. So I caught that word. He has healed me. He has delivered me. Whatever Satan is doing is a lie. I got up from that sick bed and never returned to it. Isaiah 55, verse 10 to 11, it says, As the rain comes down from heaven and the snow comes down from heaven, falls upon the earth and causes to board and bring forth fruit. It says, So is my word that comes from me, will not return back to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I sent it to do. Isaiah chapter 55, 10 to 11. It shall accomplish, it shall accomplish what I've sent it to do. Isaiah 55, verse 10 to 11. His word is his tool for prospering. If God wants to prosper me, he will send me his word. He said he sent his word, and the word allowed it to bring forth. He said he gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. His word is his ultimate tool. First Samuel chapter 3, verse 21. The Lord appeared in Shiloh again. First Samuel 3, verse 21. The Lord appeared in Shiloh again. He appeared to Samuel by his word. Revealed himself. 
in Shiloh. So God wants to reveal himself. He reveals himself not by cloud. He reveals himself by his word. Some of us are looking for, you know, wonderful angelic visitations and all that. Well, the ultimate revelation of God is in his word. His word. His word. Proverbs 30 verse 5. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto all that trust him. Proverbs 30 verse 5. His word. If God wants to protect me, he sent me his word. Proverbs 30 verse 5. Who is behind that script? If God wants to, <laughs> the word of God is pure, is a shield. His word is a shield. His word is a shield. His word is a shield of protection. If God wants to protect me, sends me his word. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart of your mouth, but you shall do what? That thou mayest do what? Eh? Thou mayest observe to do that which is written to it. And then thou shalt what? And thou shalt what? So his word is the tool for prosperity. His word. If I'm looking for my story to change, what to look for is not just a prayer point. It's a word point. His word is his tool. His word is his ultimate tool. Psalm verse 1, verse 1 to 5, which one of my favorite scripture in the Bible, it says, blessed is the man that does not sit, that does not stand, does not walk. Say, but his delight is in God's word and upon it to make it day and night. Say, shall be like a tree that's planted beside many waters, bringing forth his fruit in season. And whatever it does, prosper. Why? The root is in the word. Root is in the word. So Satan offers you prosperity, offers you increase, but not the word's way. God is concerned first with the prosperity of your soul. That's God. First. Third John verse 2. Say, I wish above all things that you do what? I like you guys. You guys are knowing the Bible very well now. I wish I was like, you do what? And what? As what? Clap for yourself. See, God is interested first in the prosperity of your soul. In the hierarchy of prosperity, your soul comes first. He wants you to prosper according to the prosperity of your soul. Satan wants you to prosper. Without the prosperity of your soul. Because Satan knows that the prosperity of a fool will destroy him. If a fool should get prosperous, his prosperity will destroy him. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 32 says, For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools. If Satan wants to destroy a man, he gives him money. He destroys him. Without, without the prosperity of the soul, Satan offers you prosperity. To the detriment of your soul, he will say to you, don't worry, this is a new year, you don't have to come to church, just go and walk. When you have walk, 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 send your tithe to church. God is not interested in your tithes, he's interested in you. God is not interested in your money. <laughs> God is not. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 14, Paul says, I'm interested in you, not yours. 2 Corinthians 12 14. 2 Corinthians 12, 2 Corinthians 12. I'm not interested in your money. So that thing that tells you, go and walk, go and walk, go and walk, just be sending your sight to God is a lie. That's Satan. He wants to destroy your soul. Because in God, we do find prosperity. So God's way of prosperity is that your soul will come first. So what do I get from his word? The first thing I get from his word is revelation. 
Revelation of who I am. Revelation of what he has made me. Who am I in Christ? The first thing I get from God's word is revelation. You see, revelation is the mother of everything. Revelation, revelation, revelation. Who am I in Christ? What has God planned for me? See that? He said, for I seek not yours, but you. Who has NLT of that? NLT, 1 Corinthians 12, 14. NLT. Yes? Yeah? Yes? I don't want what you have. I want you. You see that? I don't want what you have. God is interested in you. If God has you, he has your money. If God has you, he has your time. If God has you, he has your resource. If God has you, he says, my son, give me your heart. If God has your heart, he has everything. So he's interested first in you and not your money. You cannot bribe your way to heaven. You cannot bribe your way. Money will not buy anything with God. So Revelation is the mother of all things. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. I commend you to the word of grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among those that are saved. Acts 20 verse 32. I commend you to the word of God, the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and commend. Acts 20. 30. Which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. So revelation in God's word opens me up to my inheritance. What has God given to me? What has God prepared for me? Ephesians chapter 17, chapter 1, 17 and 18, we all know that scripture. It says that your heart, your eyes of understanding may be what? Enlightened. So when your eyes of understanding enlightened, you will know. Give it to me. Ephesians chapter 1, 17 and 18. Let's read it very quickly. It makes my heart enlightened. The revelation comes into me and enlightens my heart. Shows me what God has prepared for me. What has God prepared for me for the year 2022? I'll find the revelation in God's word. By revelation, he revealed to me, first of all, that this year is my year of the more and more. That's the revelation. He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18, quickly. 18. 18, quickly. That your eyes of understanding may be enlightened. That you may know, you see that, what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of his glory. You will know what the inheritance of the saints are by revelation. What has God prepared for me? You see, when I found out that I was made well in Christ, said I couldn't make me sick anymore. It's revelation. I found out that I've been prosperous in Christ. I have prosperity in Christ. Some people don't think they have prosperity in Christ. I have. He says we provide all my supply, all my needs according to what? Not according to my need. So if God wants to supply my need, he doesn't look at my needs. He looks at his pockets. How much does he have? So I don't have just enough. I have more than enough. So how does that light come? Enlighten my heart. He enlightened my heart. My eyes of understanding being enlightened. How does the light come? Psalm 119 verse 30. It says the entrance of your word gives light. Psalm 119 verse 30. The entrance. 130, I beg your pardon. The entrance of your word gives light. The entrance. Not the writing down of your word. The entrance. There must be an entering. 119 verse 130. There must be an entering of the word. Are you getting my point? Because some people write, 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 and it doesn't enter the heart. Every Sunday, I saw one note after service. Very full. Professor has forgotten it. <laughs> full message. Oh, my message complete there. But the person left. It is the entrance of the word into your heart that gives light. Not the carrying around of the Bible. 
You see, the Bible itself is powerless. These were printed by machine. It was not an angel that printed this book. It was a machine. It is when I take the word from the pages of this book and plant it in my heart that it brings forth fruit. Some people have watched too many vampire movies. So they tell you that when the demon is coming, you just go like this. And one light will come out. Now lie. Satan has many translations of the Bible. Some of the translations, it was the one that wrote it. Yes. Yes. Satan knows that a word that is not planted, that a seed that is not planted, cannot grow, talkless or bring forth fruit. He knows. He puts a big Bible, but you never read it. Entrance of his word gives light. When I found light in 107 verse 20, past Sam, that I've been healed, I never got sick again. I've never been sick. I'm not have to go to hospital. I've been delivered entirely. Entirely. Because I found light. I found light. In the book of Psalms chapter 74 verse 20, the Bible says that the secret and the dark places of the earth is full of cruelty. Psalm 74 verse 20. Psalm 74 verse 20. The secret places of the earth and the dark places are full of the habitations of cruelty. Have respect to the covenant for the dark places of the earth are full of habitations of cruelty. Satan thrives in darkness. So when I'm dark or I'm ignorant or I don't have revelation concerning something, Satan can thrive there. He can thrive there because the habitations of darkness are full of cruelty and wickedness. Anything you don't know can kill you. Things that you don't know can kill you. Satan knows. Satan knows. So the first thing I get from God's word, so that I can run through this for my time, is light. Jeremiah 15 verse 6 says, I found the word and I ate it. Found the word. Found God's word. Jeremiah 15 verse 16 and I ate it. And that's why your attitude towards God's word must change. I told you, when you find God's word, you eat it. It becomes a joy and a rejoicing of your heart. I know whether you're taking it by the, by the expression of joy. You see, no matter how you put it, some people look at you like Dundee United. I see they're not getting it. Are they dull of hearing? They have not found the word. If you find the word, you will jump. One day I found God's word concerning ministry. I jumped. I ran around. I found the word. I found it. They must say I ate it. He said it became joy in my heart. So when I see how you respond to God's word, some people, there's nothing. If you like preach, I sweat. Oh, yeah, they are just going to sit down like this. <laughs> Bless me if you dare. <laughs> Bless me. <laughs> I dare you to bless me. <laughs> I dare you to bless me. I dare you. I found it. I ate it. The second thing I get from God's word is instruction. Instruction. Number one, revelation number two, instruction. His word becomes the manual for my life. It teaches me how to live and conduct my affairs. Instruction is the second thing I get from God's word. Says, All scripture is given for instruction, for reproof, for doctrine, that the man of God will be totally furnished. I've been ready. Ready, ever ready to do every good work, you know, the book of Second Timothy. So scripture says that the word of God is for instruction. I get instruction for life from God's word. I get instruction for how to conduct my affairs from God's word. How God wants me to live. 
from God's word. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 10 to 13, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 10 to 13, the Bible says that, my son, hold fast to instruction. Don't let her go, for she is thy life. Hold fast. Proverbs chapter 10, 4, verse 10 to 13. I'm, I'm quoting verse 13 now. I'm not quoting 10 and 11. I'm quoting 13. It says, hold fast, my son, to instruction. Hold fast to instruction. There's instruction for everything in the Bible. There's instruction for marriage in the Bible. The man and the, the person that designed the issue of marriage gave an instruction for marriage. But this generation is smarter than God. They, they have their own manual for marriage. No matter what you tell them. You know, I deal with a lot of young people. They will do what they like. But I always sit down because I know it's going to become what? A bad example. I know. Look, I know. I've learned it enough. Before I used to carry things on my head. I would go up and down. Please, don't do that. Don't go there. <laughs> but they will do it. They will do it. And they will now learn. So people have vowed that they must use their life to test a new thing. <laughs> so they will now be the example that others can say, ah, see how that man's life destroyed. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> There's instruction for marriage. There's instruction for how to marry a person. There's instruction for how to build your family. It's shocking. But there are people in church. I understand that people are struggling with sex. I understand. I have people around me who are struggling with sexual addictions. Amazing people. And God loves them. But I'm shocked that there are people in church that break up with their partner because he or she did not give in to sex. In church. And they come to church. I can't, I can't, I'm bewildered. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the state of Iggy Haga. I'm telling you. They break up with a brother or break up with a sister because he didn't give you to sex. And they're Christians. I understand if you are struggling with sex. Look, I said it before. I have people like that around me. But if God now blesses you with someone that says, I'm going to, God's going to use this person to coach, to caution and know deal with that excesses in your life. Do not break up with that person. You, you don't need help. You are not ready for help. You already are want to help yourself. <laughs> Amen. Tell me, say, neighbor, our person is talking about you. <laughs> just look straight forward. Don't look left. Just look left. You look at me like that. God has instruction for parenting. There are instructions for parenting in the Bible. But this generation will not listen. They say, you know, the children of nowadays, they are kind of a bit more fast. You know, really, really progressive and internet savvy. You know, and so exposed such that the principles of God's word, you know, really, we're not, um, I don't know how to put it. Uh, we don't really apply in this circumstance. There is no civilization that can make God's word old-fashioned. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled. Your words, instructions for parenting. How to parent your children. The Bible says, train the child in the way that he should go. If he grows up, don't worry about him. How to parent your child. There are instructions for business. There are instructions for everything. There are instructions for everything you want in the Bible. There are general instructions. And there are specific instructions. Obedience is a response to instructions, not prayer. Write that down. 
Obedience is God's is the right response to instructions. Not prayer, not fasting. Jesus healed people by instructions. He said, get thee up. Go to the pool of Silo. Ah, a blind man. The pool of Silo. <laughs> if you want to help this man, help him now. You took clay. Stamped his eyes. He said, go to the pool of Silo. Someone that cannot see. How can he know the road to Silo? And I told you before, I was studying, and I said, God, why not heal him straight away? Why did you send him to Silo? What if he doesn't know the way there? God said, how did he know this way to this place from his house? <laughs> he should ask around. Please, lead me to the, if he's really serious about getting healed, you will find the pool of Silo. You see, instructions always come from scripture. There are instructions that will make you increase. Always. You just eat by instruction. Sometimes it's temple to carry their bed. Sometimes it tells people to you know, go show yourself to the priest. It does that all the time. So I've seen healings by instructions. I've also got instructions to heal. Sometimes I'm praying for someone, I get instructions. You see me, I get to pray someone, if you see me, I don't pray quickly. Because if I see me, I say, wait, I'm waiting for instructions. Jesus Christ said, what, whatever you see me do, he says, I see my father do. That's what, sometimes it's slow. He's waiting for instructions. I have gotten more people healed by phone calls than I've gotten people healed physically. Of course, I can't be everywhere. So most times, I, people, people get to reach me faster through phone than by physical visitation. And I've seen that people got healed by instructions. Sometimes God will personally instruct me not to go and see that person, but to call on phone. There's sometimes God will say, tell the person to come, give a piece of clothes. I've seen miracles happen like that. I've seen people get healed from terrible terminal illnesses, you know, just by obeying instructions. Obeying instructions. Sometimes just all the time. Sometimes just speak the word. That's Saturnian understood. He said, just speak the word because the word is the power. Psalm chapter 18. He says, when they hear my voice, he says, they are scared. He said, they run out of their secret places. Because in the place where the word of a king is, there's power. There's no difference between my voice and my presence. If you understand authority, you understand that. That the president does not need to be everywhere to have his command everywhere. The Bible says, the word, a word of a king is anyways, there's power. So I get people healed by instruction. I understand my authority. In fact, there's a particular scripture that says that a king that sits on his throne scatters all evil with his life. Let me show you that scripture. Let me show you that scripture. A king that sits on his throne, I think it's the book of Proverbs. I think it should be in Proverbs. Scatters all evil with his eyes. I think it's Proverbs. Proverbs 20 verse 8. So it's by understanding your authority in Christ. I like that scripture. I, I knew that scripture when I was on campus. Proverbs 20 verse 8. Let's go. One, two, go. Let's do it together. Does what? The ice. Ice. With ice. Why is he able to do that? He's sitting on the throne. The king understands his authority. That's what revelation does to you. When you are sitting where God has placed you and you understand it, you are able to you do things by authority. Anywhere you are becomes a throne. When it says that you are sitting down in heavenly places, it's not a place, it's a placement. Sitting in heavenly places is not a location, it's a position. If you are sitting on your WC in your toilet, you are seated in heavenly places. You have to understand. That's where you are. Sometimes people say their houses are bedeviled by demons. And I just go there. And I leave. What am I doing? I'm scattering all evil with my eyes. I know. I have testimonies. Deborah. Stop that! 
you dead. In the name of Jesus, every witch, <laughs> every witch, is is now for the balaku. You wake me up, drowsy. What's happening there? You know there was one that happened. My wife was there that night. I was sleeping. You know when they woke up Jesus Christ from the sleep, he calmed the storm. He rebuked. He doesn't need to fast. He's fasting. He's charged. You sleep. A sleeping lion is a lion. Don't go and tap. He says, "Ah, after he's sleeping, you will soon know." <laughs> so they woke up. I got up. What's happening? So first thing, I go to the bedroom. I love the bedroom. Sat down my WC. What's happening, Gogo? I was hearing voice. I don't want to talk to anybody. Ah. I said, ah, who is that? He says, brother, sister, brother, sister, something like that. Give the phone to his wife. His wife said, I don't know what happened. He just woke up. He's looking like that. I said, where are your children? He said, I said, put the children where you cannot reach them. Ah, they must not see their father like this. He said, nobody can do that. Ah, ah, ah. I said, put the phone on speaker. Put your hands on it. He said, shut up. You found them. Take your filthy hands of God's Christ. I was in WC. I was in WC. He said, okay, I'll, I'll, I said, you don't tell me you'll go out. I'll be hearing you as you are going out. In the name of Jesus. Shh, silence. So I came out of the phone, uh, from the toilet. I gave my wife the phone. I went back to sleep. My wife said, ah, that's a miracle. I said, yes. On the phone. I mean, some people go there practically and the demon will beat them. The demon will beat them. You go there physically, they beat you. But the king that sits on his throne will scatter all evil. His revelation, his revelation. So I said, do you know what? I said, sweetheart, me, I'm still learning only. I said, I'm using phone. So there's still some form of contact to that demon. Stop that, you demon. I said, my Lord and Master Jesus will just tell the mother of the demon possessed girl that the demon is gone out of your daughter. Is that demon to be seen behind like this? The demon <laughs> he's, not, he's, not, he's not the demon, no? he's talking to the mother. The demon is gone. He will use his number six. Pack his limbs. No wire. No network. No wireless. No phone. Just the demon is gone out of your daughter. It's depth of revelation. If you know where you are seated, I think I have to jump it in that one because my time is up. Okay. There's still so much to do. Maybe I'll just brush up that next week. There's so much to talk about. Last one is direction. Direction. First Kings chapter 17, verse 1 to 9. First Kings chapter 17, verse 1 to 9. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Give my friend. I want to time myself so I can finish on time. Praise the Lord. Ah, time is too much. There's someone in that timer. <laughs> I was supposed to finish by 11.45. By 10.45. So I have six more minutes. I have seven more minutes. Okay, so I'll run it. Bible says, Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Hiab, As the Lord lives, well, before whom I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain this year, but according to my word. Next verse, verse 2. And one of the Lord came to him, saying, verse 3, quickly, just run through that. Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan, verse 4. 
And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Verse 5. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. You see that the response to God's instruction is not prayer. It's what? Obedience. The Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. For he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. Verse 6. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening. Now I'm going to read through to verse 9, but let me explain a bit there. The Bible says that there was famine in the land, but God had special arrangement for his own people. You know, I told you that I didn't promise you that things would get better for us as a nation. I didn't promise you what political party to vote for. I don't tell you that anybody comes in and he wants to build on what President Wadi did. Anybody that says he wants to continue what President Wadi is doing, you have to use your number sense, number six, to know that what is what we need, a continuity or an utter overall of the system. So you just use your common sense. I've not said much. Have I said much? No. But the word is enough. Yeah. Anyone that votes for people who shed blood, the blood of people will be on their neck. Anyone. All right. So in the midst of a famine, God has special arrangements for his own people. So the fact that things are going down for us as an economy is not the reason why things must go down for you. It's a revelation. It's a revelation. That the Bible says that young lions do lack. Young lions may lack. He said, but those that love the Lord will not lack any good thing. That's a, that's a revelation. Things may, hard, things may be hard. Things may be harsh. It may be a wilderness. But it won't be like that for me. So God has a special arrangement for his own people. And God will have a special arrangement for you in the name of Jesus. And so he commands the ravens to bring food to him. Now, ravens are said to be birds that are extremely stingy. In fact, they say they are so stingy, they don't even give their own children food. That's how stingy ravens are. They are black, they are ugly, they are squishy, and they are always very, very stingy. But God knows how to reserve the stingiest people to provide for you. Don't look at their personality. They are under command. They may be harsh, they may look strict, but they are under command to favor you. They don't have a life. The Bible says he split the rock. And waters gushed out. You know that scripture? Is that 48? He split the rock. So even from the hardest places and the hardest circumstances, God knows how to bring things out for his own children, even if the things are hard. Are you following my point? So ravens were the ones that brought him food in the morning, and they brought him food in the evening. They brought him bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. Verse 7, quickly. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. Verse 8. And then the Lord came upon him saying, Verse 9. Where I stop. Arise, get it down to Zarephath, which belonged to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded the widow to sustain you. So you see that, you, that, that one of the skills that you need in this season is sensitivity to God's direction that will come by his word. When things are collapsing like this in the economy, you have to understand that God is also shifting things in the economy. So your source of provision may not be what will continue providing for you. What you are used to getting supply from may not be the same. Are you following my point? Of course, everybody knows that when there is fall in economy, there is no reduction in the value of resources in that economy. The money only shifted hands. All the money in Nigeria in 1999 are still in Nigeria. I don't even get my point. As per value of currency. All the money that we, are, we have, this, the money, nobody has carried any money to air fire. Nobody has packed money to heaven. 
all the money on the earth is still on the earth. But it shifts hands, so it goes into some people and will hold it. That's, that's why there's, there's scarcity. Are you following my point? So, now, someone was supplying to you before, or a particular business that was working for you before, may not work again. That is where you now need sensitivity. Now, what some Christians would have done, follow me closely, is that God told me to come to this brook, Makatasquata. You cannot dry up. Satan is a liar. Brethren, hold your hands. Shaka. God said, leave there. Go to Zarephath. Say, no. The word of God is one. One and he said, what he said yesterday, he's saying today, and he's saying, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. What God said is different from what God is saying. I understand that you know what God said, but what is he saying? I know he told you to come here. I know he told you to go there. I know he told you to start that business, but is he still saying start that business? Of course, he told Abraham to, to, to slaughter Isaac. And at the point of slaughtering, he says, stop. So what he said was kill Isaac. And what he's saying is don't kill Isaac. Of course, it's the present truth. Truth of present. So God is always truth. But there's a past truth. And it's a present truth. Let me give you an example. My wristwatch may be saying 2 o'clock right now. Because it's 2 o'clock. I'm just saying, just for the purpose of explanation. 2 o'clock. In the next three hours, if my wristwatch is still saying 2 o'clock, you know that there's something wrong. Now, when it was saying 2 o'clock, it was true. Are you following my point? But now, it is no longer true. So what was true three hours ago may no longer be true now. So God said, go to the brook of Cherith and commanded the to feed you there. And now the brook has dried. God now gave another example, another instruction. Get me out of that brook and go to Zarephath. What did God tell you last year? What is he telling you this year? Now, some of us are struggling with things that God is saying, let go of the past. I'm doing something new. But because we had God, I have a word in the spirit. <laughs> By prophetic utterances, <laughs> Satan is a liar. It must work. It must work. It must work. It must work. Direction by the word. You started a business, it's drying, and you sense in your heart that the supply is over here. When we came here, did you not dance? But the supply is over. That's why there's harshness. It's never. God spoke to me. Get it down. <laughs> to who said to? And died there. <laughs> So your sensitivity, my time is up, channel, please. Hallelujah. Time is up. Thank you very much. I love you too. All right. Let's stand up our feet. We're going to pray. This I was going to keep to my time. We're going to pray. So I was not able to talk about God's word, but were you blessed this morning? Yes. Number one, it comes by instruction. Sorry, it comes by revelation. It comes instruction. Then it comes by direction. You're going to pray and say, Lord, I declare that my heart is sensitive to your words in the name of Jesus. Raise it. Say, my heart is sensitive to your word. I would know what you are saying for time. Is someone praying? Is someone praying? If there's anything that you need at this season, is an exposure to God's word. Is an exposure to God's word. Man broko sote. Liga bajega de lebroko briata. 
Pray, pray. I can't hear you praying. I can't hear you praying. Say, Lord, my heart is ready. I will not miss out on your word. As a channel for my increase. As a channel for my increase. My ears will hear you when you speak. I know when to move. I know when to go. I know when to stop. I know when to start. Let your word give me revelation. I receive revelation by your word. Pray that prayer. I receive revelation. I receive revelation by your word. 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 Mambra to shetaya. Ika mamba kasita. Lekwa pradesh. I receive revelation by your word. I receive revelation by your word. Go to the next one. Lord, I receive instruction. I receive instruction from your word. Membro sukatelebradiataya. I receive instruction in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive instruction by your word. Teach me how to make profit. He said, I'm the Lord, the God that teaches you to profit and to lead you in the way that you should go. I receive instruction from your word. I receive instruction from your word. Pray, pray, pray. If you are watching online, it's a good time to pray. If you are watching online, it's a good time. Whatever you are watching from, from YouTube, from Instagram, from Facebook, or you are listening on Mixler, it's a good time to pray. Lift your voice. Whatever you are watching from in your room, at work, wherever you are, lift your voice and pray. Lord, I receive instruction from your word. Go to the next one now. Lord, I receive direction. Direction, 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 direction via your word, direction via your word, direction via your word. I receive direction via your word. Rabaka shateka, mambrandeka bashika, mamba, 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 mambra, rabba shate, mamba, ika, mambo kosia. I receive direction via your word. I will not grow up in the dark. I will not be blind. I will not grow up in the dark. I know what to do. In the name of Jesus. Ijade, Gadeja, Endoko, Sotea, Rekabababadeta, Zandeka, Badaliataya, Rabababasha, Mamba, Mambrateta, Rakabashigadiataya. One more minute, one more minute. Say, Lord, I receive direction. My ears are open. My heart is sensitive. Ah, my spirit is alive. I receive. Jesus precious name lift your hands I want to pray for you father I pray for your children that you are caused their hearts to be enlightened in the name of Jesus the word of God will find entrance into your hearts this season the word of God for health the word of God for prosperity the word of God for abundance the word of God for increase will find entrance into your heart lift your hands I'm praying in the name of Jesus I declare that your ears will not be deaf you will receive instruction from his word and direction you will not grow up in the dark you will know what to do as you 
do your business, as you walk your business, God will lead you out to do it. In the name of Jesus. God will say a big amen. Now jam those hands together and celebrate Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message. Meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life. For inquiries, please call 0909-672-9827 or 0807-548-5997. You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at SLChurchNG. You can reach us on our Facebook. That's Supernatural Life Church.